0: yo 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 it's the p. show i'm your host of the clear mind fitness podcast let's go welcome 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 to the episode of the clear mind fitness podcast this is season four of episode one I said season four of episode one. It's season four, episode one. Man, it feels good to be back. It feels so good to be back. I'm also recording this Facebook Live as well. And uh, there's a change this season. Uh, My brother John, he's, he's he's not here this season, but John is still with Clear Mind Fitness. He's just not on the show. So shout out to my brother. I love you. Let's go. So um a lot has transpired um since the last episode. The last episode was in April, it was April 29th actually. And um that was season 3. A lot was going on in the world and I mean there's still a lot going on. Still a lot going on that we're trying to uh make it make sense. And it's tough. It's it's tough right now. And this episode is called Forty Hours a Week. Forty Hours a week. And I wanna get like I wanna like get like straight to what I mean by forty hours a week. I saw a post where it stated that you give forty hours a week to a job. And that's understandable. That's you know, that's the normal that's the normal amount of hours people work per week. And you you take that and you you do that you know, four times out of the, out of the month, you work in 40, 40, 40, 40. So you you work your forties you're like, that's 160 hours that, you know, that you give to something else. And if that's your way of providing, then we all understand that that's what you have to do. Um, But I also realized that we, in the society, we claim that we're so tired. We don't have the energy. We can't do certain things in all actuality. That you're not as tired as you think. You just give your most energetic hours to your job. And I really had to think about that. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, you, you, especially if you work in a job where you may have to work over oh, your 40, you may be working 45, 50, 55 hours a week. So certain things lack. You know, once you give a lot of your hours to certain things, certain other things will Lack and it all depends on like How much time will you give to anything else So I'll, I'll take that and even To build context I want to say well, How much time do you give to friendships Like do you have so many friendships That the allotted amount of time Everyone feels shortchanged That can go to your children You have a certain amount of children do you give them individual Time you know do you give Them open space to talk to you During those times Because you've already given your 40 hours a week To your job and that's understandable because that's what you have to do. But I understand that there are certain statuses that we enrich in ourselves with. That we don't really understand until someone says it and then it just hits you out of nowhere. So just to give you an example, what I'm saying is like you think of financial wealth. That's money. You know, some of us are able to accumulate a uh, amass a certain salary. You know, you, you you got it like that, you know, but certain people will only want social wealth, which is that status. You know, and I saw this uh like Nino Brown thing and he has said something I liked along these lines where your social wealth is your status. And how many times do you think that people only want the social network status? So that's that social status. You know, another time, another thing of wealth is your time. That's the freedom you have. You know, the, the have the feeling of no constraints. And if you have people who deplete you of your energy and deplete you of your time, you are already given 40 hours a week to your job. Keep that in check. Keep that in your mindset that that's that's an amount of time that's allotted that you have to do no matter what. You also if you're married, you have to be a husband, you have to be a wife, you have to be a father, you have to be a you have to be a mother. You have to be all of these titles. You wear so many titles You have to ask yourself, and I know this is a biblical term, for whom do you work so hard for? Just think about that for a second. For whom do you work so hard for that you you lose who you are in in the midst of what you're going through and not understanding that this is life and life happens to you no matter which way you look at it or not. And the one thing that I want people to understand is that it takes a certain amount of time. It takes a certain amount of levels to get to where you really want to go. You won't get there by comparing yourself to other people's time because they use their time wisely. They use their time in a different way. So if you really want to change yourself, do that. You want change? Act like it. It's progress as long as you're doing something. But the moment you aren't doing anything, you're remaining stagnant, and that's a problem. I had to hold myself accountable on my weight, my weight gain, just to be, just you know, and I, I love building context I want you all to understand that being 300 pounds was nothing nice I had health problems like crazy but I was devoting my time to eating I was devoting my time to being depressed but the one thing that I understand too is that my fears need me I don't need them so every single day I awake I put one on the shelf I put a fear away because I'm not going to feed that I won't give it what it needs you know, and I won't give people who like to drain me, I won't give them the energy they need because they won't reciprocate that to me. If you want to drain me, you know, I I, I can't do that. I'm a person that once we, we, we get to a certain point, we have to get to a solution, you know, and I understand too that certain people are just leeches. You just, you just have leeches and it could be family or not. You have to understand. We can't be brainwashed to think just because we share the same bloodline, it's okay for you to drain me the same way somebody in the street would drain me, and I don't honor that. Like, it doesn't work like that for me. Most people can't grasp the fact that because we're family, I'm supposed to endure these <laughs> these traumas. These, like, because that 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 if that sets me off, why would I want to be around that? You know, E.T. said a perfect thing that, you know, every time he goes in his house, every time you flip that switch, it, it, it costs energy costs. He said, you got to stop giving it away. Because people will take that energy from you, take everything from you because they're, they're leeching off of you because that's the only way that they can survive. Because that's the way they allocate their hours of the week. Their 40 hours of a week is to get on your nerves. Their 40 hours a week is to make sure that you're not OK. That's why 40 hours. Think about how other people view your 40 hours a week. Just look at that. Understand that everything happens for a reason. And I'm not going to let anyone drain me. I just, I remove myself from so many situations that I just, it just wasn't working for me. And it's it's, it's, it's okay to work on yourself. When I lost the weight, everything was coming off. Like I, I sat in that hospital bed, I'm telling you. When the doctor told me that I was going to have to wear a colostomy bag, that changed everything. That changed everything in my life. Everything. I couldn't even I couldn't even think <laughs> to be thirty at, at the time. I'm thirty years old at the time. And you're telling me I'm going to wear a colostomy bag for six months to to a year, maybe, possibly, and you know. Other things won't be working. And if I have to like pass gas, anything like that's going to come through my mouth. I'm like, whoa, you hit me with all this information. And in 15 minutes, you about to cut me wide open. Someone write about that picture, man. You know, I was prescribed five medications. Um, I listed them every time I post that, that post about wearing a colostomy bag or having to wear, uh, it. I post them, you know, uh, I'm not, through with my anxiety anxiety still gets the best of me at times but that's the part of me working on myself that's the part of me understanding that hey it's okay it's okay to understand that everything is a process and I don't compare myself to people anymore because that I don't do the work that they did to get to where they got vice versa I can't expect to get results from people who don't do the same work as I am I mean I get up and just to I, I didn't even get a chance to say that a few of the accomplishments that I've had. I mean, even just when people doubted that I couldn't run a, a marathon or, you know, those are the people who want to take time away from you. It's like, no, I did it. I ran a marathon. You know, I biked 100 miles twice. I mean, I've done a half marathon twice. Like it's these type of things all throughout this pandemic, like because running and biking, it gives me clarity. It helps me understand who I am cycling has just changed my entire like outlook of life i mean there are so many different things that are going on in my life right now but it's all for the good and it's all for the great of what i'm trying to do because i've found my purpose and i've given my purpose power and once you've done these type of things you will know that you can go places because if i can work with you we can build and if we can build we can grow and if we can grow we can go wherever we want to go let's go I'm trying to tell you something. I'm back, baby. Let's go. Look, I got to be me. I got to be me. I can't help but be me. I just want to be the best version of what I am because I feel like I'm the vessel. I'm the person. I'm the light. I'm the beacon. Let's go. That's why I get turned up every time I get ready to go work out. And you can't tell me that I can't do anything. I could do anything that I put my mind to. When I got on my bike the first time, June 19th, I just got up. I just got up. I said, you know what? I feel blacker than black today. And that's what I did. I got up and just did 100 miles. Just June 19th, 2020, I got up. I got up, did, did 100 miles, said, boom, I'm about to just going and knock this out. I did it by myself. Ran a marathon, had great support system. Michael Tamaka, AI appreciate you. Love you, brother. Great trainer. John was there for me as well. My wife, my kids. Like, I had so many supporters. So many people came out of everywhere, man. Like, even with this podcast, man. I I get emotional about this because it started off as just an idea. I was never consistent with anything in my life. I've been consistently consistent for the last three years. Like that's dope to me. I've lost over 127 pounds because I devoted 40 hours a week to a craft. I told myself, I said, you're not going to be in the same place where you're at right now. Just keep working at your craft every single day. No matter if it's just to write down a single note, if it's just to write down a single paragraph, if it's just to write down a period put something down. That's the only way that you're going to progress the way that you really feel that's necessary because you can want a lot of things, but you need to really sit down and understand like, okay, this is what I need to do. Okay. Like when I get up in the morning time, I can just get up and go run. When I first started running, I can tell you today, January 28th, 2018, I got up out of my sleep. Five o'clock in the morning, God told me to go run. I said, I'm not a runner. I don't do those type of things. He said, you need to understand that you need to take time and devout yourself to 40 hours a week. This has been on my soul since then. So now I get to say it now. This this platform that I've been given, this podcast is streamed in 35 countries. That is Awesome. And also, oh, John, thank you, too, because John was a part of this process as well. This is the 35 countries. That's, that's huge. That's big. I, I just love the fact that I just remained consistent. Because January 29th, 2018. I got up. I did five miles again. I am told you, I, I just I went to that same path. I will post up that video that I always post. It was like July 12th, 2015. I am on Varma Trail, 300 pounds, mad as hell because I'm sitting up here out of shape, People running past me, making me feel bad. I went home. I was on the trail. I I I cried on that trail because I was 300 pounds. I didn't love myself. I didn't like who I was. I didn't know where I was going. I was confused. And for me to be able to tell you that for like four years of my life, I can't really remember a lot. I was in the deepest, darkest depression because food was my coping mechanism. Food never judged me. People did. I always say that. You know, we don't look at food as what it is, and in certain cases in life, we eat what's not good for us. But that's another story. I will get that. I will have interviews this season. There will be people on here to can continue my message and my and my message that I'm saying that I can say, and they can even expound upon what I've been going through with them back and forth. So it's it's just amazing to me that we if we just take the time out and devote yourself to 40 hours a week. It may seem like a lot, but you have to commit yourself to a process, to a regimen. You, once you do those type of things, everything else will fall in place. I mean, I get up every single week. I run 5Ks every single weekend. Every weekend, I'm running at least two. So Saturday, Sunday, I get up. I'm biking 20, 40, 60, 80 miles. I just did 100 miles this past Sunday. You know, then I got up the next day, and I ran my fastest 5K. I ran. That was my goal for 2020: is to run a run a 5K in 20 minutes and something. I just wanted to be in the 20 minute range. I just kept saying, "I'm like, man, it didn't got to October. I'm not gonna make it." I ran my fastest 5K at 19 minutes and 14 seconds last weekend. No, Monday, just this past Monday. 19 minutes and 14 seconds, man. You for somebody that was 300 pounds, you can't tell me that you know you. I had permanent nerve damage in my left leg. Because I got shot in my left leg in 2010. 2008, 2008. I had permanent nerve damage in that leg. So it, it I don't even I don't even like hearing excuses. I, I get up. I get up. I, I put all that weight on there. I get up and I still do it. So it felt good coming back this season. That's 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 man. I'm gonna get to the um wow. <laughs> This feels so good. Like, uh, man, you, you guys just don't even understand, man. It, this this feels good. But now I'm going to end it and uh, get to the clear mind letter. And uh, as I always say, love. Yeah.